everybody. Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. It is my joy to have a close friend on the show with me today. He's not a stranger to the show. He's been on a few times over the years talking about different messages, prophetic messages that the Lord has put on his heart for the body of Christ. Today, we're going to be talking about the importance of God's word, the power of God's word, and how believers can use the word of God in authority to break strongholds, shift spiritual atmospheres, walk in our God-given identity. And so you want to tune in to this episode and keep on listening. If you are new to the show, we have an episode releasing every Monday on charismapodcastnetwork.com. Uh, you could also go to pod, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, pretty much anywhere that podcasts are listened to, and you can tune in there. You can go to YouTube as well. All of our content is being released with video on YouTube. We started that up again probably about eight months ago doing the video content, and this year we are taking the podcast on the road. We are partnering with beautiful ministries. We are going on location where the Lord is moving in big ways, and we're talking to leaders and ministers that are a part of what God is doing in the earth. Just Got back from Wichita, Kansas. If you go back a couple episodes, you will be able to see that I spoke to Pastor Tim Fruits of New Life Covenant Church in 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 Wichita, Kansas. Spoke to Pastor Brian Simmons of the Passion Translation, as well as Chris Valatin from Bethel Church. And those interviews are there. Um, and so make sure to tune in. There's some really cool stuff ahead. I'm excited to release new content for you guys, a fresh word from heaven for you guys. And so. Um, anyway, blessed that you guys are watching week after week. So many people subscribing, reviewing the podcast, reaching out to me, telling me how it has blessed their life, how they're sharing it with their friends and family. And so that means a lot to me. Thank you so much that you would do that. And so I want to have my friend on the show. He's Dr. Hakeem. Collins. He's a respected Christian leader. He's known for his accurate prophetic gifting. You know, he's a powerful prayer warrior. He operates in the supernatural in his ministry. He's the author of several books, and he's been on many different TV and radio programs, including Sid Roth, It's Supernatural. Um, he's just got a powerful prophetic ministry. He's a scribe. He's a writer. Um, he's filled with the Word of God, so he operates in the prophetic anointing, but he is, is, a, is a strong preacher of the Word. Everything has such a strong biblical foundation, and so he wrote a new book entitled The Power of Aligning Your Words to God's Will, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. And so, Hakeem, thank you for joining me on the show. Blessings, Michael. I am so honored to be back with you, and I'm excited about this message that we're going to share today. Come on, man. Come on. I am excited, too. As I was reading the book, my heart was getting stirred because this is a message that we need to revisit and we need to, you know, it doesn't matter how long you've been saved, how long you've been memorizing, reading the word, walking in the word. You know, this is something that we continually need to revisit. We need to stir ourselves up in and we need to take action on because as believers, we want to see breakthrough in our lives. We want to walk in the power of God. We want to see his kingdom come. We want to be free, like the freedom that Jesus promised us. And so uh, your book really targets that. And so why do you feel like this book right now about aligning our hearts and our words with God's will? Why do you feel like this is a relevant word right now in this hour? I believe it's a relevant word because of what we're seeing right now, even in the world today, um, even with the Ukraine invasion mm. of Russia, there was these uh, war on words. Oftentimes yeah. words matter. 
words is the most essential, important thing in the universe. Even when God created everything, he used and he spoke it. Um, and so when we look at the world, it, what we see today in the world is based on the things that were spoken by those who are in authority. And so I believe that this word and this book and this content is relevant today because our world's is framed by what we speak. And I believe that we can shift things based off of what we speak, what we say. The Bible says life and death is in the power mm. of our tongues. Yes. And so in understanding that things happen, maybe, or we may be where we are today because of something we may have spoken mm. ignorantly. And so mm. I believe that we have to shift and I believe we have to change the way we speak and declare what God is saying, what God is doing and what his word says. I think that we have mm. to partner with God's word to see things manifest in the natural. And I believe that we can do that. So this message is relevant today because there's a lot of crises there's um, economic uncertainty. Um, we see in a lot of wars. We see in so much that's going on. And I believe that we can change yeah. the narrative by the words that we speak, but not only speak, but even our action. I think we got to partner because even the word says not only word only, but even, you know, by demonstration as well. Yeah, yeah. And especially nowadays with the world in crisis, so much fear propaganda out there. And, you know, the world's in a frenzy, not just with COVID, um, but with obviously, you know, so much, you know, uh, havoc being wreaked right now. Like you're talking about, you know, the war out there in Russia and Ukraine. There's so much going on. And we have such a platform now with social media to share whatever our thoughts are, whatever our opinions are. And I think it's very important that the, that the, that believers that we are different and we live differently than the world does. We should not be talking like the world, thinking like the world, living like the world. And unfortunately, you know, we are too quick as believers. You know what I believe we're too quick to just say whatever whim that we have or whatever's on our mind or a negative opinion about this or that. And it's flooding the social media waves and getting out there. And so many people look at that and are like, wow, this person's not much different from that person who's an unbeliever is living in darkness. And so we need to carry ourselves in a, in a different manner. We are royalty. We are kings and we are priests and we are carrying the kingdom of heaven. And so just right now, and I know there's been over the years, many crises, but even right now, a, a refreshing, a reminder, the fact that God is breathing on this right now is so pivotal because we need to, we need to stand up. We need to be different. We need to speak what God's saying. Absolutely. And, and I like what you said, you know, like when we, when we look at the world today and what's happening, it's because of words or those who are in authority. But we have to understand as believers, we are king priests and we have mm. not only the authority to change our atmosphere, but we can change atmospheres from even different locations. I can be here in Wilmington, Delaware, but I can pray and I can speak life even into mm. Africa or, or Asia. Um, even Jesus even, even spoke in concerning words that we're not to speak idle words or empty words. We have to yeah. be very careful of the words that we speak. Even the Bible says that we'll be acquitted or we will be condemned by the words we speak. So mm. I believe that words are very important and we just can't loosely just speak things because words do matter. I mean, there's a, like a nursery rhyme when I grew up, you know, um, sticks and stones may break your bones, but words would never hurt. But I disagree with that because words do hurt um, and words can change and it can affect us over time. Um, and so I believe that we have to really just have right speech and speak as king priests, as believers with authority, even the Bible 
Bible says that we can say to this mountain, be thou removed and must obey us. What are we speaking? What are we saying? Mm. It is, is it in line to what God is saying? Are we saying I'm sick or, you know, I'm depressed or we have to change our words. And I believe that when we change our words, we'll begin to see things manifest for the better for us. Mm, yeah, that's good. And then a lot of some people might respond to that and be like, well, you know, I am feeling depressed right now. I am sick right now. And I think there's a difference between coming to God and saying like, Lord, I'm experiencing sickness in my body or Lord, I'm sad, but I come to you and I lay it at your feet. And your word says that you mm-hmm. will give me joy for mourning. Your word says that I'm anointed with the oil of joy above all my companions. Your word says the kingdom is righteousness, joy and peace in the Holy Spirit. I think there's there's something about coming to the Lord in vulnerability and confessing where you are in terms of what you're experiencing in the natural, but then agreeing with the heart of God, with what the word of God says and what your inheritance, what, what your inheritance is. And so that's, that's vital, man. I just want to kind of put that out there because I don't want a believer to think like, oh man, well, can I, can I come to God with my weaknesses and my issues? Absolutely. We confess our weaknesses to the Lord, but then we come into agreement in faith with who he says we are and what he has done for us. I agree so much. And that's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying is that you have to just have right speech Mm -hmm. and you have yeah. just change the narrative. And also, yes, you may be feeling a certain way, but it's okay to confess. You confess with words. When you mm-hmm. come before the Lord in prayer, those are words that are exchanged because there's relationship. You're coming with faith-filled words, but also your heart, you're pouring your heart onto the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be very careful what we say at yeah. times. You know, Michael, there's people that will speak before they think, And that's what I'm really trying to help other people to understand that the context of this book that I've written is in context of the scripture, basically saying that, you know, we have to speak what God says. What is God's will? The Bible says to pray thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What is God's will? His will is for you to be healed. His will yeah. is for you to be saved and yes. delivered. And, and he, his, his, his will is for you to be prosperous in your family, your marriage, your business, your church, your region, your territory, to be blessed and the glory of God can invade it. I believe that we, we got to use the right words and right speech and, and apply God's word and partner with heaven so that his will will come in the earth, not just through you, but just everyone that's connected to you. So I believe mm. that we have to really use our words as a weapon against yes. the enemy and use it to build the kingdom, not tear us down. I mean, mm. look how we, we see so much division, Michael, in the body of Christ. And so I believe that words can reconcile things and bring things together and bring peace in many areas that words may have even caused division or, or strife. Oh, yeah. My pastor growing up, he uh, he's with the Lord now. He's a general in the faith, was in ministry for close to 60 years before he graduated to glory and is with the Lord right now. But um, he would always say people would come up to him and say, oh, pastor, I'm sick or oh, pastor, I'm this or that or whatever. And he would say, do you want to touch and agree on that? Do you want to believe God? Do you want to touch and agree on that right now? You know, just to get people thinking like, oh, no, no, I don't want to agree that I'm sick. I don't want to agree that I'm poor. I don't want to agree all these different things. You know what I mean? He's like just getting people's mind in the proper perspective of, hey, listen, watch what you speak here. You know what I mean? Your words have power. And even just going back to the very beginning, how God framed the world with his words out of faith. He spoke and he framed the world with his words and he made us human beings in his image and likeness. We are image bearers of almighty God. And so just like you quoted in Proverbs that there is life 
and there is death and the power of the tongue, that we have the same creative power with our words like God does. And out of faith, we speak. God gives us vision. He imparts his will into our hearts. We, we, we see it by faith and we declare it by faith. And we begin to see that in our lives. And so I'd love to just even that foundation there of who we are as image bearers. Love to talk about that for a minute. Yeah, let's, let's unpack this just a little bit. And, you know, mm-hmm. we have to understand that God himself, he, he spoke in things into existence. It mm-hmm. took faith for him to speak things into existence. And so when he said, let there be light, light responded, light responded to God's command. Mm-hmm. And so his first inaugural prophetic speech was um, let there be. Mm-hmm. It was words that created everything in our universe. And by faith, we believe that. And yes. so I believe that we have to understand that God is the originator. And so he has put his same spirit on the inside of us to be able to be um, to speak things into existence. Now, I want to say this, Michael, for those who are watching and those who are listening. Listen, mm-hmm. this is not a, a doctrine of blab it and grab it, name it and claim it. This mm-hmm. is not that type of doctrine. You can't just speak. Well, I'm going to you know, get a new car and then it's just going to just show up. No, <laughs> yeah. you have to you have to apply biblical principles and work and do things that uh, obtain those things. But it's not about that. This is not the teaching that I'm teaching. It's about understanding your authority, understanding uh your decrees, because even Job chapter 22, verse 28 says Mm. to Job, you shall decree a thing. What is that thing? It means the promises that are we decreeing the promises of God, the will of God for your life? Are you speaking prophetically things into existence that is God's will for your life, for your family, for your region, for your territory? And it's saying you shall decree a thing and, 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 and it shall be established. That's speaking of authority as king, priest, believers. I believe that we have to tap into what it means to decree. Oftentimes, Michael, people decree things and speak things and prophesy things, and they have no understanding or biblical foundation or meaning of what Mm, words mean. Words have definition. Mm -hmm. And so you can't just decree things because you feel like it. You have to understand the power of the words. The Bible says where the word of the king is, there's power. And so you have to see yourself as a spiritual king, priest, understanding that you can speak into dark situation and speak life. You can speak into sickness and say, be healed. I am the head and not the tail. I believe in the power of confession. I believe in the power of the prophetic word. I believe in the power of the word of God. And and so I believe we just align ourselves to what the word says in spite of what our situation may look like presently. We can change it and say, what is God saying concerning my family, my ministry, my business, my church, my marriage, my children, and you can shift things. And I believe it's just going back to the word of God. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. The apostle Paul, when the, when the, when the gates, when he was in prison and, and the bars opened up and the centurion was looking at him or the, 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 the prison guard, maybe not centurion, the prison guard looked at him. He said, may you and your household will be saved. He declared not only you, but he said you and your entire household. And he said that out of a holy conviction. I believe the Lord dropped that in his heart and he released it by faith. And that's exactly what happened. And, you know, it's according to scripture as well. It's biblical. And so, you know, I love John because there's scriptures like in John 15, and I've, I've mentioned this a little bit on previous episodes, but to dive into it a little more, but in John 15, it says, whatever you ask in my name, I will give to you. And so many people think like, wow, I could ask anything and God will give it to me. Well, I asked him for a bunch of things and he didn't necessarily give it yet. And so what does that 
mean? But then John later in first John goes into it a little bit more. And he says, whatever you ask that is of God's will, God hears and he will give it to us. And so when I think about the will of God, ultimately the will of God is the word of God. And then as we're going through our journey, the Lord will reveal little things like what to do, what to say, who to speak to, who to connect with. And that's his will as well. But if we're searching for the will of God, we need to search in the word of God. And if we have the word in our heart, then we we, we could, we could pull from that. Well, we could pull from that from that word that's on the inside of us in any given moment, the Holy Spirit will activate it in us in moments where we need it and we'll declare that thing and it'll be according to his will and therefore we'll we'll get the answer that, that we're longing for because it's in alignment with his will. And so a lot of people that they think of his will and, you know, you know, uh, coming into agreement with the will of God, they're not always thinking, wow, the word of God is the will of God. Absolutely. The word of God, like you said, so plainly is the will of God, but then there is a, a specific will that God has for every believer. That's why we pray thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, what is your personal will for my life? What is the will of the Lord for my family and and things that are connected to me that I'm able to advance your kingdom and to bring glory to your name and to to win souls and then to be responsible as a good steward over my time that you have given me in the earth. Everyone has a responsibility and to to pray. God wants to reveal his will to you and his secrets and his, his heart to you and that you'll be able to partner with him. And that's that alignment with this book is talking about not only lining your words, um, but your words must match his words. Your words must be (laughs) synchronized to what he is saying. And so when we read his word and understand his word, then easily we'll know his will in every situation that we may face, even regardless of the opposition that we may uh, face. I'm reminded of Job chapter 38, verse 12. It talks about, to Job again, is have you commanded the morning? Um, Mm. And have you set or have you put the dawn in its place and you have shaken weak wickedness or wicked out of it's out of the, you know, out of its place. So in other words, we have the ability and the authority as believers to command and to plan our day each and every day. Jesus did it, too. Mm-hmm. So what did that look like? It's basically when you wake up in the morning and you set your heart to even seek God and repent of whatever may have you may have done, but you set the course of your day by planning it with words. And then you schedule out your day that this is what my day is going to look like. You have that authority to say, this is what my life is going to look like. And, and just like if you well, you know, plan to go to the, the gym or you plan to go to Starbucks or you plan to, you know, mm. you, you know, your workspace, you plan it out. And so you have control over it. You have authority over it. So when something comes to distract you, then you have the authority and power and even the understanding to say that wasn't supposed to be in my day. I can shake it out of my day or I can remove it out of my day or I can remove it out of my schedule because I didn't plan that. And so yeah. I believe that we can command and plan just like Job chapter. The 38 says that we can command your day. And I believe we can do that every day. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Um, in your book uh, entitled The Power of Aligning Your Words to God's Will, you have a chapter talking about contending for breakthrough and breaking cycles of bondage in our lives, which I believe is important. I think a lot of people um, are, are being attacked by the enemy and there's certain areas of their life where they're trapped in bondage and they want to be free. They want to walk in freedom but they're having a hard time and they hear scriptures like 
you know, whom the son sets free is free indeed. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. It is for freedom that he set us free. And all these scriptures about freedom are almost like ethereal or they feel like disillusioned by it because they haven't walked in that freedom or experienced the breakthrough that they have cried out for, prayed for. Maybe someone prayed for them that they would be set free or healed and they didn't see that breakthrough in their lives or maybe for a period of time they did, but then went back into that cycle of bondage. And so you talk about that in your book and how our words really could even release breakthrough. And I'd love to talk about that because I feel like there's a lot of people, there's a lot of good-hearted, genuine, godly believers, they want to be free so bad. They want to walk in the fullness of what God, you know, what Jesus died for them to have. But, um, you know, they need some wisdom and some encouragement and maybe some some action steps on how to really begin to do it. Yeah, that's good um, that you asked that. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, when you think about spiritual warfare, I always say that spiritual warfare starts in the mind. There's a battlefield in the mind. And what we're contending against is identity. We're contending our, our identity in Christ. You know, when you mm. first gave, you know, gave your life to Jesus, we were on fire. And we were excited. And then here come the enemy. He comes to disrupt that. He comes to, to really challenge your identity as a son and a daughter of God. Yeah. They say, are you really saved? Or are you a really believer? Or, you know, it just challenges those, those, your freedom. Um, and so my point is, is understanding that the, the battlefield is in the mind, but you have to contend for breakthrough basically is you have to remove the lie. You have to, you know, you have to replace mm-hmm. the lie with truth, which is his word. And you have to continually read the word of God and come into agreement with the word of God, even though you may not understand it initially, but you find scriptures that will speak to you, find scripture that you can connect with, um, find scriptures that you can continue to rehearse and speak out loud and to put into your, into your mouth until it is uh, uh, the authority will come out. And so I believe that we have to use the words as a weapon of war against the enemy, against doubt, unbelief, fear, sickness, disease, those things that we're contending with. So I believe as we're finding right scriptures, that's why in the book, on the second part of the book, I talk about 40 days of breakthrough and I'm applying about marriage and I have topical, you know, things like marriage and career and, and family and ministry and, you know, just all those things. Because mm. why? We have to use the word of God in spite of what's going on around us and use it to contend for un, for breakthrough. There are unseen enemies. There are unseen opposition. There's invisible things that are happening that we do not see, but are happening against us. I yeah. believe that our greatest opposition opens the door for greater um, opportunities. Mm-hmm. And so I believe that we have to just contend and keep on pressing through and breakthrough will come. What is breakthrough? Breakthrough, what a breakthrough looks like. Breakthrough is an opening. You finally have penetrated and you can, you can even continue to continue mm. to, um, to be persistent until you saw something open for you. And I believe in this season, many of those who are listening right now, you're going to see breakthrough after breakthrough in certain areas that you've been fighting. Wherever the, wherever the warfare that you're facing right now in your life, whether it's financial, whether it's in business, whether it's in your marriage, whether it's in your family, whatever the greatest warfare that you're experiencing right now in the natural, that the enemy is fighting you. Listen, breakthrough is on the other end end of that. And you have to use the word of God and say, I am the head and not the tail. I am a lender and not a borrower. I am first and not last. And just fight and contend and you will see breakthrough manifest soon and rapidly. Yeah. I believe it's important that we, 
You know, I love that you talk about identity because that is the core of this entire thing. The enemy, all he has are lies. He's the father of lies. He's been the father of lies from the beginning. And he, he, he works in the realm of ideas. If he can get you to believe his ideas and believe his lies, then he's got you trapped in his bondage. So the enemy is after our agreement and God is after our agreement. God is always persuading us of our righteousness, persuading us of our identity in him, of our sin, of, of the fact that we're forgiven and that we're loved and we're powerful and we're anointed. The Lord is constantly persuading us of these truths while the enemy is trying to continually persuade us that we're still stupid. We're, we're unable. We're ugly. We're dumb. You know, we'll never be free. You know, we're not anointed all these different things. And if we believe in the lies of the enemy, then we get trapped in that bondage. I believe that's why it's so important that Jesus said, he didn't say it's the truth. He said, he didn't say it's the truth that sets you free. He said, it's knowing the truth that sets you free. And so the truth is powerful. And when we, and when we align our faith with that, then we begin to walk in the power of it. And it takes time. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God and hearing the word of God and hearing the word of God. And as we speak the word of God, we're hearing it. And then our faith is beginning to arise in the inside of us. And hey, listen, it might take a little bit of time. You might not, hey, you quote one scripture and the breakthrough is not maybe tomorrow. You know what I mean? It takes a little bit of time to to break up the fallow ground, put some new seeds in there and, and have some new growth take place in our lives. Um, and so, and then sometimes it is just boom, a radical breakthrough that takes place that is sudden and it's powerful and it takes place right away. I've seen both in my life, but, um, I highly recommend for those who are watching right now to grab a hold of the power of aligning your words to God's will by Dr. Akeem Collins. And I would love to end this with prayer just because I feel like there's a lot of people struggling that are listening and they're hearing this message and their heart saying amen, but they're having a hard time really just uh, activating their faith and grabbing hold of this thing and, and and implementing the truth that's being shared today. And so, man, I would love to just give it over to you and and, and lead us in prayer, man. And and let's. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Father, I just thank you. And I come to you in Jesus name right now, touching and agreeing with those who are listening and watching this powerful program. Father, we pray that our words will have not only life in it, but Father, that we will begin to see the manifestation of things that we have spoken. The right words, the real of God is made manifest in our lives and suddenly and rapidly. Father, I pray right now that those who felt like there's been uncertainty, that they feel like they've been stuck or they felt like they're just behind time. And Lord, I pray and I decree this will be a season of acceleration, a season, Father, that even our words will be vocalized with angels, even as your word says, angels hearken unto the voice of the Lord. Father, that the voice of the Lord through your people, Father, be released, Father, with right words and right speech and the words in season. Father, that we'll be able to see things manifest for not only for us, but our family, our city, our region, our territory. Father, let our hearts Fathers, be so um, merged with yours. Wish your will for our lives that you'll give us clarity, understanding, and revelation. Make it more clear in the days and months ahead so that we will not be out of season, but we'll march and we'll move forward to that which you've called us to. Father, I release and I decree healing and breakthrough and miracle mm. like never before. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Yeah, and I just saw a picture of somebody sitting on the sidelines just watching, you know, everybody else just go out to war, watching everybody else go out in the game and, and hustle and, and, and work. And I just believe that the Lord is saying to you, 
You don't need to be on the sidelines watching. I'm calling you to the battle. I'm calling you to rise up. I'm calling you to, to take part in this thing and to be a part of this wonderful, wonderful reality of the kingdom of heaven on the earth. And so if you feel like you are, everyone else is doing amazing things except you, that you're the one that's on the sidelines. Everyone else is walking in the anointing, hearing the voice of God, you know, you know, prospering, being blessed. Everyone else is being engaged in purpose and identity and destiny. I want to say that it's time to rise up. It is time to shake off those lies. It is time to shake off that, that scum the enemy has tried, that, 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 that burden that the enemy has put on your back. Cast your care upon the Lord because the Lord cares for you. And so, Lord, I just thank you right now for every single individual watching or listening, I thank you for drawing their heart to you, that they would have boldness and confident access to come to you and to receive your words, receive mercy and grace to help them in their time of need. They would receive comfort because you are the comforter. They would receive guidance and wisdom because you are, you are the counselor and that they would receive empowerment because you are the dunamis power from on high. And so I thank you, Father, right now for pouring out your anointing in their heart, encouraging them and strengthening them for battle in Jesus' mighty name. I just, Psalm 144, he prepares our hands for war and our fingers for battle in Jesus' name. He's preparing some mighty warriors right now. I see it. I'm meeting them. I'm seeing them every day. I'm talking to them. You're one of them, and you're equipping an army with your resources and your ministry traveling around the world. How can people connect with your ministry? Tell us a little bit about how people could follow and maybe even have you come and minister at their church or yeah, just just tell us more about yourself. Sure. Yeah, you can follow me on all the social media handles at Dr. Hakeem Collins. Um, just send me a message. I would love to connect with you. Also, you can go to www.hakeemcollinsministries.com as well. And also, you can find all of my products um, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, mm. Target, Walmart, Christianbook.com, you name it. Whatever Christian books are sold, you can find um, most of my products um, on there as well. So I would love to connect. I would love to come and share this content or any other content that you would like me to uh, share. But I really mm -hmm. believe, uh, Michael, that this is also an anointed uh, season for the entrepreneurs and the Josephs yes. to rise up. And I believe that God is going to mentor them with not only just um, influence, but affluence. Mm -hmm. God is going to give them the ability to use words to negotiate um, projects and contracts um, and deals that are, that are not only um, a blessing, but it will even... Um, create generational wealth and break generational poverty. It is in your words, these entrepreneurs and business leaders that will begin to connect in the days to come. I believe that God is going to do something special with this group mm. of people. Oof, I feel that man. Amen. And amen. That resonates in my spirit. Thank you so much. I'll make sure to put a link um, down in the description section for you guys access. Uh, Hakeem's website, as well as get his resources. And so thank you so much, man. You're, I, it's always a blessing talking to you. Uh, love what you're doing out there. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you, Michael. Love to be on. Yeah, absolutely. For those who are watching and listening right now, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people so they can be blessed, encouraged, enriched, awakened by the gospel of Jesus. Bless you. And I'll speak to you next time on Awakened Podcast. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing 
and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter his presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org, lifepouredoutintl.org. TL.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on amazon.com, as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com. And so bless you guys. Grab a copy of Immersed in His Glory. Thank you.